On the farm today, I talk with Dan Erlinson, one of the owners in the Spring Creek Garden Farm near Outlook. And Dan, to begin with, tell us a little bit about the operation out there. So we farm vegetables. Uh, we grow about 235 acres of vegetables. Uh, anything from broccoli and uh, cabbage and carrots are our main crops. Carrots will seed about 50 acres. Um, cabbage will be about 35 acres. Um, and broccoli will be just about 40 acres. Right now, it's it's not overly labor-intensive. We're easy, able to use a, a seeding machine that helps us seed uh, our trays. Um, we seed a 128-cell plug tray, um, and we can seed about 200 to 240 of those an hour. So it goes pretty pretty good for you. Now, once you move from uh, the seedlings and and seeding the trays and actually being able to transplant those seedlings into the ground. Uh, talk to us about that operation and how labor-intensive that is and what that involves for you. Yeah, it gets fairly labor-intensive as uh, as we move on here. We have to start moving trays out of greenhouses outside so they can harden off prior to us transplanting. Uh, and then we have to we have to handle them to get them back in a, in a truck to get them out to the field, and then at transplanting we usually have a crew of about seven or eight people that uh, we go all day long with transplanting. So it uh, the the need for labor certainly increases as we go along here. So when you're talking about the increase at at planting to another seven or eight people in the operation. Where are they coming from? Are, are those locals th- that you're able to work with? I know at harvest time, you tend to bring in workers from Mexico, right? Yeah, for for this year, because of COVID-19, generally we'll have a mix this time of year. We'll have uh, some offshore labor as well as some local labor uh, to help get through the transplanting season and the other seeding part or parts of seeding for the, for the spring too. This year, we're going to be... Uh, solely with a local crew for all of our planting and then we uh, we have high hopes that we'll be able to get our our foreign labor or offshore labor in for harvest time uh, that's when it's it's really important to have those folks around for us and how many offshore or foreign workers are, do you generally bring in at harvest time uh, we generally have from uh, June 15th until uh, October 15th we'll generally have 27 people on farm or 27 offshore laborers on farm. And then it, uh, as we move towards Christmas, it kind of, it gets down to about five or six again for in the, the pack and wash shed. There's been new restrictions put in place as far as bringing in temporary foreign workers. Walk us through that and what that has involved and meant for you. Uh, there are some pretty, some very stringent rules around quarantining once they get here. So we do have to quarantine them for 14 days. We have to pay them their wage for that 14 days uh, without allowing them to work. And, and we have to do some fairly intense uh, daily monitoring of their health um, and reporting on that as well. So there's some there's some real strict guidelines put in place around what we can and can't do uh, during their quarantine period when they get to Canada. How has that impacted you bringing in your workers? I guess what it's what it's done is it's pushed our timeline back closer towards harvest. Um, it's uh, we have to we've also staggered them a bit more. So generally we'll bring them in one or two big groups of people and now we're going to bring them into three or four 
groups of people so we can stagger them, have some working uh, while others are quarantining, and then rely on the ones that we get that are on transfer that are already in Canada. So there's there's people that we will transfer from other greenhouses and such to our farms that have been in Canada long before COVID even started. So we'll, they don't need to be quarantined as they come um come from different operations to us so we can use them in the day-to-day while we're uh, waiting for our direct arrivals from Mexico to finish their quarantine period have you oh sorry and we're we're really focusing on on our local staff we generally employ 25 uh, to 30 people locally seasonally as well so we're just asking those people because some of them are high school students and university students we'll be using them because they aren't in school right now or, or can't find other work that we'll be able to use them earlier in the season. That's Dan Erlinson with Spring Creek Garden Farm. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen-Vossler.